everybody, and welcome to a new episode, episode 21 of the Insiders on Real Estate Marketing. <laughs> I'm your host, Sandy Hibbard, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Mark Miller. 21 and 21, I like that. I yeah, do like cool. that. I do like that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a really good show for you today. We have a very, very special guest, Mr. Well, let's say Dr. Bruce Lund, who is the founder of the 90 Day Sales Manager. So here we are, believe it or not, in the middle toward the end of October. And a lot of you guys who are in sales are thinking, OMG, how am I going to meet the end of the year projections? You know, what am I going to do for 2022? I still don't have this system. I'm still not set up on social. Well, this is the show for you. So Dr. Bruce is going to be walking us through his uh, successful habits of successful people and he's going to be talking to us about the 90 day manager program so hang with us but before we jump into that and before you meet dr bruce i'm going to turn it to our co our co-host and sponsor secured title of texas president there Mr. mark miller he's got some good info and yeah. some updates Mark, it's good. Uh, you know, I, I anticipate a little softening in October, and we're seeing just a slight. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Closings are still good, but I, I can see a little bit of soft. And rates have just risen just slightly, so it's kind of more and more knocking away the refinance business uh, oh. in the platform. And not that it's not out there, it's just not out there in the volumes it was, which is going to be interesting to see how that causes an adjustment in the marketplace. Oh, yeah. But yeah. with all that, we've got some great things going on. We just uh, signed a lease to go into Frisco. Woo. Uh, we're going to be on Preston Road at Lebanon. I'm really excited about oh, that. We awesome. should be in by mid-November. What number does that make it? Uh, well, that'd be our fifth direct, and I've got eight uh, fee attorney offices. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so we're excited about that. And then we're in agreement in principle to acquire a title company in Houston. Fabulous. Which is what I've been targeting uh, for for over a year, yeah. and I've got it stepping out of DFW. Yeah, but there's such a great connectivity between Houston and Dallas mm -hmm. in terms of transportability of business. Mm -hmm. So we'll be able to make take advantage of mm -hmm. people in Dallas doing business in Houston, and and, and ex, uh, people in Houston doing business in Dallas. So we're, we're excited about that, and I think we'll close on that by the end of the year, and that will add about another forty percent to our revenue. That's line great. And, That's and great. We're having a record year, so things are good. What yeah. do you attribute that to? Um, I, my determination to be very targeted uh, where I expand and to remain a boutique company. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I do not want to expand to get to a large platform. I want to stay very concise and mm -hmm. I want to be in contact with uh, my clients and I want to have great relationships with my employees. And mm -hmm. so you're doing uh, that. Yeah. Everything that I do is kind of designed to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, this company we're buying in Houston only has one location, but it's a really nice size operation. Mm -hmm. Been in business 15 years, an attorney and CPA that owns mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. he's going to stay with us and um, just a great platform. He does That's luxury awesome. home and commercial. It's just the yeah. perfect. So deal. you're set there. Yeah. So I add a, a, a captured amount of people, but not a, not 10 branches down there, just one mm -hmm. concentrate beside what we want to do from there. So mm -hmm. just kind of staying into that mode of just being boutique and high touch high tech i think that's so important right now i agree yeah i really do i think that we're all tired of the ginormous companies and feeling so uh much of a lack of real authentic personal touches right. you know and i know you're going to talk to that today and I, it's just so important i think in whatever we're doing i I've, I've branded my company that for i guess since the inception and i was uh, talking to a new client or prospect signing up a new client actually this week and i said you know you're going to be working with me and she was like 
I am? And I'm like, yeah. Exactly. I said, before I turn you over to my virtual team, I'm going to be, I'm going to have my hands in your stuff. I'm going to be on your accounts every day. I'm going to be taking care to make sure that we develop the tone and the voice that's yours. And she was really shocked by that, yeah. you know, because that's just not what you hear, especially with social media marketing companies right now. Mm -hmm. You go to the big boxes and you pay a little bit less money, but you never see or talk to a human. It's all rote, it's all generic stuff. And I think that that makes a huge difference with people in, the, in how they do business these days. And in, isn't it uh, interesting that that's not what they expected? I know. Right? Yeah. I know they're just expecting it. And to she was delighted kind of to hear that. Once you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I love that. I think that's where you can really make a build relationships yeah. as well. Well, kudos to you and the growth and Thank you. opening of yeah. a, a Frisco. Frisco is on fire. It is, yeah. Isn't it? It's, we're, we're, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I've that's been, great. I haven't been that market in a while, so I'm, I'm looking forward to good. launching in there. So good, good. It's going to be fun. So, it will. Anyhow. Well, episode 21, and uh, today, I, like I was saying earlier in the uh, intro, that it, it's it's time for us to really get serious about thinking about 2022 and sales and projections and things have just been so crazy the last 18 to 22 months it's been insane um and businesses need help mm -hmm. they need dr bruce <laughs> <laughs> so so i was really really happy uh that he agreed to be on the show and if you don't know him uh I will say that he is one of the youngest in his field. Uh, he is a, a doctor of coaching and sales, and he has coached for uh, about a decade now, yep. right? Um, thousands of salespeople across the world. Um, he has developed a program that has five key elements that he's gonna share with us today that will help your bottom line and help you get set for the new year. So. Uh, with no further ado, Mr. Dr. Bruce Lund. Well, thank you so much for having me, Sandy and Mark. Great to have you. You're talking about me being younger. You know, I have these gray hairs that are starting <laughs> to creep in, so I don't uh, know. That's nothing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, in looking and doing my research, I looked a little bit into the uh, the sales manager. Talk, talk to me about that. Um, you know, as an I've been an entrepreneur for. 21 years. I bought my company in 2000. Yep. And it is like this, you know, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. And, you know, we have to build systems for mm -hmm. our marketing. We have to build <clears throat> systems for our prospecting. And this is what you address yep. and talk to. And I know that this is something that, you know, every entrepreneur that I ever talk to, any client of mine that comes in for help, it's the same thing. We need leads. We need leads. How do I get in front of people? Yep, How right. do I share my story? Right. You know, it, it's the same thing. And of course, in my area of expertise, I'm, I'm like, well, you, you know, you got to have marketing. Let's set up marketing systems. Let's see what you've yep. got. And invariably, I will see people who have, uh, you know, two pages of typed out things that they're paying for. Yep. Uh, they're on this program, they're doing that, they bought this, they've got this lead thing, they've got that, but none of it's working and it's all over the place. And getting them to focus in, yep. to me seems uh, to be the key thing. So, so let's just start there. What are you seeing in the people, the prospects that yep. you're working with who are coming to you as being the biggest red flag well, you, you hit the nail on the head of, I mean, how many times in a day or a week do you say, I need a better system for that, right? We need, we need better systems. And most entrepreneurs, they're, they're great at talking to people, right? They're, they're great at 
being the flying monkey, so to speak, jumping from idea to idea. And it's like, well, let's slow down to speed up right. and really build out these systems that will really help you go out there and scale your business. And so I've just identified there are five habits of highly effective salespeople. Mm -hmm. Having coached the past decade, you know, uh, five years ago, I moved from Nashville to Denver to launch my own business. I didn't know anybody in Colorado. And I had sort of a, I didn't have a non-compete with my previous boss, my mm -hmm. mentor, my friend, you know, it was, it was, it was one of those out of respect for him. I'm going to start completely brand new. And I move out to this brand new market, not knowing anybody. And I grew my database organically 1500 people in one year by Fantastic. following systems. And so that's really where, you know, I'm a former professor. Um, you know, I talked about, you know, being a, a former, um, a former, I, I would say like educator with my old boss where we, we build out a division of the company called talent supply. We get your younger, newer talent ready faster. Mm -hmm. And I was in charge of that. I was in charge of running that division of the company. And it just got to the point where I was like, you know, I want to go do this on my own, right? I want to go from being the assistant coach to the head coach. And it was in the Good back of my you. mind that I wanted to go do that. And then something happened in my life. My dad passed away. Oh. And when you have, you know, deathbed research, we'll far more regret what we could have done in life than what mm -hmm. we should have done, but what we did not do. Mm -hmm. And just having those conversations with my dad, that kind of just catapulted me into, you know, if not now, then when, right? This, this is the best, the timing is never going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I just decided to get out there and move. But I bring up the five habits and tell that story because I'm out there living it, yeah. right? Like I, I say, no offense to this. I'm not some white haired coach who made my millions 20, 30 years ago. I'm out there in the trenches all day, every day yeah. as a solopreneur, just like most of our audiences yeah. that, that are out there. Right. So you know what's on, you get your, your feet mm -hmm. on the ground that's and right. you know what's coming, what's gone, what they need. That's right. That's cool. That's right. Well, the, the first thing on your five, uh, five highly successful things. Salespeople. Salespeople. Yep. Okay. There you go. Um, is not becoming a commodity. Yep. And I like that. Yep. I, I, now, the way I say it to my clients is you've got to have branding and marketing and, and sell your potential, you yep. know. But not becoming a commodity. When I read that, I thought, whoa, that, that's really good. So let, let's talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Well, you brought it up the very beginning. Every, every salesperson in the world says, I want to go out there. I need to go prospect and get new leads, right? And I say before, you know, having something to say is just as important as having somebody to say it too. You can have all the leads in the world, but if you can't articulate your value, your message, why you do what you do, it really doesn't matter. And so that's where we start in that very first conversation, right? What are your rates or why you and what's it going to cost and right. this and that and the other. It's like, that's a commodity trap, yeah. right? Like when somebody asks you, what do you do for a living? It is literally a trap because 99% of people will literally say what it is they do. I'm in real estate. Okay, cool. I'm in mortgage. All right. Well, I already know 10 of you. Why do I need, why do I really need to know you? And so that's where I start having number one. I call it your opportunity statement. Mm -hmm. right? Every first interaction is an opportunity, not an obligation to really differentiate. So I will coach people on saying exactly this. Before I tell you what I do, let me tell you what I believe. And let me tell you why I believe it because of my unique past and my struggles and my experiences and my mentors. And then we'll get into the alignment of the value that we can actually bring. So there's six components of a world-class opportunity statement. And I'll tell people, I'll coach people, it's just as much for you as it is for them. Mm -hmm. Because when you tell people like, why do I open up with that story about my dad? It's you guys, there are people out there who have experienced that same thing. They now have an affinity mm -hmm. or an attraction towards me now because of that story. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's really where I, we're trying to help people find package and sell their individual special. Mm -hmm. There's something I get from you that I can't get from anybody else. The commodity <clears throat> is the commodity. Let's face it. Title is a commodity. Coaching is a commodity. I get so it's crazy. I'll get on Facebook and I'll see these ads for become a life coach for fifteen dollars. <laughs> And I'm oh, over here I hate that I, and stuff. I'm over here. I'm like, I worked really hard to get a PhD. I've been a professor. I've <laughs> right. helped grow a multi-million. Like, 
it just drives me crazy but it's yep. the same thing in everyone's industry is we need to fight Everyone. to protect the integrity of our industries i love that yep. that's that is so true yep. well at the end of the day too people are going to do business with people they connect with yep. and so yes. that story gives a connection that's right. to it I went through uh, training. I don't know if you ever heard of David Sandler, but yep. the Sandler selling system, and one of his expressions was, "Don't spill, don't spill your candy in the lobby." Yeah, which basically people <laughs> sit down and they just <laughs> spray out everything they can think of about why you should do with a company, and they don't take any time to establish that That's right. connection. That's right. Ask the right questions. Try to get an understanding of how they operate yep. before you can try to find where you mm -hmm. might be able to benefit That's exactly them right. based on your uh, what you think are your resources yep. so mm -hmm. Yeah, and we've all heard of Carnegie, right? People do business with those they know, like, and trust. I mean, that's probably one of the number one best-selling books of all time for salespeople. Yeah. But, like, I'm actually working on a book or a TED Talk right now, and I think there's a missing ingredient from that, and it's respect, mm. right? People do business with those they know, like, trust. But respect, I think, is one of the, the most undervalued traits. And so that's where I get into, don't suppress the past, celebrate it. That's what makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. Share some of these mentors that you've had mm -hmm. or these education mm -hmm. or the struggles or the successes that you had, right? Turn your mess into That's your right. message. And you're, you're creating those emotional touch That's points. Right. And when I'm touched emotionally by something that you're going through, something that you're sharing with me, like you said earlier, it creates an affinity between the two of us. Yep. And that creates trust, it creates respect. And then knowing that myself, to know and understand my potential, to know and understand and go through the exercise of what you're talking about, yep. to discover what my value add is why am i doing this yep. and giving my own self a passionate emotional that's right. touch that's right does nothing but just shoots me sky that's high right. right yeah it should evoke emotion in you when it you're does. sharing yeah. those kinds of yeah. things it and does. people are attracted to energy and confidence yeah. mm -hmm. yep it breaks through all the noise that's all right. the white noise that's that's exactly right, right now active prospecting and building a system that targets your key prospects is a number one yep so what's your system for that? Yeah, so habit number two gets into actually having a proactive prospecting system. Yeah. So I have 10 categories of people, and I said it earlier, you know, I grew my database organically 1,500 people. It was, I had a selling system. Mm -hmm. Now, I would say 95% of salespeople do not have a disciplined selling system. Yeah. They just they wake don't. up and they react, yeah. right? A CRM is a customer reaction management system, in my opinion. We all need it. It's important to be able to blast oh, out funny. content <laughs> and things like that. But to me, it's not proactive. Right. So how are you proactively going out there and following a selling system. And so that's where I have 10 categories of people. Obviously we don't have time to walk through those 10 categories, but number one, it starts with your help list, mm -hmm. right? I think I can help anybody on planet earth working in a commoditized industry, such as real estate, mortgage, title, insurance, financial services through my coaching. Mm -hmm. But I don't know until I have that first conversation. So everybody I, out there is on my help list, mm -hmm. but I need to figure out, are they, my, are they really in my target market? Like you were talking about earlier, right? Like being a boutique and being very, um, yeah. you know, very niche. Like knowing exactly who you want to work are with. Are you compatible with that process? That's right. Yeah. That's right. But I want to be the buyer versus the seller in that first mm -hmm. interaction. Mm -hmm. I want to pick and choose who mm -hmm. I want to do business with. And so I feel like right. where a lot of people get in trouble is they start chasing. They try to be all things for all people versus just knowing like this is my exact ideal client. This is why I know I can help you. This is These are all the people I've helped just like you do X, Y, Z and have these different outcomes. Mm -hmm. And now it becomes fun because as we all know in sales, especially for newer people, the biggest challenge is, is is prospecting in general. Like a lot of salespeople hear prospecting and they immediately get sweaty palms, mm -hmm. right? Their manager's <laughs> like, go prospect more. Oh my God, I right? know. And it's like, well, you gotta kind of redefine what prospecting means. Prospecting to me really means you have something of value that other people need 
right? You were talking about like, I, I call it your free prize. There's something I get from you that I can't get from anybody else. That's your free prize. Mm. And in, in your heart of hearts, you have to truly believe that. Now we're just going out there and having helpless conversations every yeah. single day, five to 10 yeah. helpless conversations. I think I can help you. I don't know. Let's have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And if we're not a good fit, that's fine. It doesn't make you right or me wrong. It just means we're not a good fit, mm -hmm. right? And stop attaching emotions to that. Like we want to put it like rejection. Like I got rejected or they're not answering my call. And I always make the joke. It's kind of like the uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Remember that movie oh, at the yeah. very end? And uh, Kate Hudson has that yellow dress on and Matthew McConaughey <laughs> comes chasing her down the steps. And it's like, you know, you want to lose a guy in 10 days, you just lost me. And what does she say? No, I didn't, Ben. I can't lose something I never had. And I think of that in sales. Like, I can't lose something I never had. Mm -hmm. You know, I want, like, sales is a contact sport. Mm -hmm. I want to get in the game, mm -hmm. have these conversations. Don't attach emotions to it. Just have the conversations and see That's what happens good. from there. Yeah. And I see how these hinge on one another. Yeah. Step one hinges on step two. Correct. Without the other. Correct. You can't have one without the other. Yeah. And then the third is learning the magic of follow-up. I, I loved this one. Um, I remember when I worked for a, a large broker, probably 2008, 2007. And this is when lead gen uh companies and programs were really hitting the real estate market big and so realtors were getting all these leads from the internet mm -hmm. and i'll never forget my boss getting up and saying um that he had gotten a letter with his association with a particular lead company saying that there were like ten thousand leads in the bucket that nobody would take so people were saying i want this yep. information, I would like to have this information, but realtors weren't following up yep. on it. I've never forgotten that. Yep. And I, it, I could elaborate on it and give you a little bit more information on it, but it was that they weren't following up. And to me, I think that is just the key. So let's talk the about that. The fortune is in the follow-up. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, we've all heard that a thousand times in sales. I've actually heard similar stats where on average, a real estate agent will have 30 conversations uh, with different people. And then when it comes down to it, at the end of the month, there's typically three that are actually, you know, motivated buyers or sellers. And then one will actually do, do a deal. Mm -hmm. Like that's typically the stats that I see. Well, what happens to those other 29 people mm -hmm. or those 27 other people, mm -hmm. right, that are mm -hmm. on there? And so that's where fortune's in the follow-up. And I created a, what I call your fight club follow-up, mm -hmm. like right? When, when somebody fits your filter, number one, like this is, my, this is my question and answer. If I can answer yes to this, do they fit my filter? Are they the motivated buyer? Am I really good at what I do? Mm -hmm. if, the, if, if it's a yes to all of those, then it's your duty as a sales professional to fight to earn the business, <laughs> period. And so that's really where, you know, as long as we can keep that fight club full, like 10, 15, 20, 50 people at all times, that's where we avoid that sales roller coaster, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's where most people get desperate is they don't have that fight club follow-up. Right. And they put so much emotion on that one buyer, that one seller versus right. keeping that pipeline. Well, I don't think that people. they know how to follow yeah. up. Well, that gets back. Oh, the, yeah. Actually having a follow up system. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what do I do with these 29 people who have yeah. said, no, I'm not interested right now? Yeah. How do I keep them in uh, the pipeline without being annoying or yeah. whatever? So I have two different follow up categories. So there's the fight club, which to me is typically their 90 days to six months, hence my company called 90 Day Sales Manager, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Is they're typically 90 days to six months away from uh, making a buying decision. Mm -hmm. uh, if they're not within that window, then I put them in my someday category. So mm -hmm. that selling system I was talking about earlier, I have 10 categories. One of those categories are my someday. Mm -hmm. And it really is just to say they're not motivated yet, but they still fit my filter of somebody I want to do business with. Mm -hmm. 
right? So again, I want hundreds of people in my someday category, and I'm not just dripping on them with my my newsletter campaigns. It really is like once a month or once a quarter, you're you're authentically mm -hmm. checking mm -hmm. in with them. Now, are you ready to buy or sell, right? Mm -hmm. You're inviting them to events that you have going on. Mm -hmm. You know, you're educating on things that are going on in the market. You're doing things like this, right? And right. so that gets into like, what are, how are you following up with those people? But, you know, I built out a 10 touch follow-up system. That's good. Statistics tell us it takes seven to 15 touches yeah. to close a deal 80% of the time. That's wow. a lot of stats, right? Yeah. Um, but that's, that's really what it takes. So I have a 10 touch system. And again, we don't have time to go through like step-by-step step on here, but um, I'm happy to, to send somebody a download of what those are, but it really is, you know, within 24 hours, here's touch number one, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Then within 48 hours, here's touch number two. Within five days, here's touch number three. Mm -hmm. But there, it's not just corny, salesy, cheesy follow-ups, right. right? Because what a lot of people do, the reason they're poor at follow-up is they, they don't want to be a nuisance. Mm -hmm. right they run out of things to say they say things like hey i was just checking in with you all right can you make are you ready to make a buying decision uh my personal favorite one that i did that the reason i created this follow-up is i woke up today thinking about you which is just weird and creepy right i said that to a woman one time she's like excuse me and i'm like man i need a system i need a better system for that right and so that's really where again like these systems all come from my own experiences of having lived it for you know a decade now. oh yeah the yeah. things you've gone through oh my well gosh. And, and on that point mark's always talking about be forensic be forensic in other words ask, ask, questions. Questions. Yeah, ask questions and i think sometimes that <laughs> uh that salespeople, and especially if they're new and you address this too in your programs yeah. they're timid they're afraid, not only afraid of rejection, they're just afraid to bother somebody yeah. or they're not really sure of that number one thing in your system, the number one step, they don't, they're not I'm really sure, sure of what they're bringing their to value. the table yep. and their value, but to ask questions and, and know who those leads are before you drop them into that program. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're gonna, and, and they can get anxious because they, they can run off to their end of their script runway. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Because <laughs> oh. everything's scripted on, you know, on that side. And, and so that's where you got to have the more forensic thought, get more personal side, mm -hmm. because yeah. maybe that follow-up is that they mentioned something with a daughter getting married that's or right. a, 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 a somebody that was having a problem medically. or I mean, you could have a personal follow-up. It doesn't have to have anything to do with real estate. But wow, you start establishing rapport on a personal level yep. on yep. that side. Yep. So that's actually number three in the system. Is, yep. is the per I call them personal triggers. The I know, but <laughs> listen, you're seasoned. You, you already know this stuff. And I, I mean, I make a joke when I say you're seasoned. You're like, you know this stuff because you know a lot of what I've created. It's you know, common sense isn't common practice. Um, you know, agreed. and so it's just no. me pulling from all these different places that I've that I've studied and I've lived through now. And everyone's like, it's you know, it's not new, but it's fresh. Or excuse me, it's not that different, but it's fresh. Mm -hmm. That's good. And that's really what I hear a lot uh, about my system being a younger, newer person still in, in yeah. the industries. It's yeah. it's a fresh, like a breath of fresh air kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. But it is like I'm I'm bringing Stephen Covey, I'm bringing Jim Rohn, I'm bringing all these different philosophers. Well, and it's you. And it's and it's mine. Yeah, it's, it's your I'm energy. It it's yeah. your spirit. It's your freshness. Yep. You know, uh, I've, I've always said that marketing is marketing is marketing. It's not any different now than it was in the 1960s. It just looks different. And yep. We have different tools, but the idea of marketing is still the same. It's telling people what we're doing yep. and trying to gain attention That's and it. awareness of our business. So it's old school. So the fresh thing I love that because it's how do you what do you bring to the table that's going to excite me what yep. what do you bring to the table that's going to help me get up off my ass and get some that's work right. done you know because that's the problem uh, I can't tell you how many times in my own business with Sandy Hibber Creative Lyric Marketing 
I've been tempted to just throw in the towel and say, you know, I've just got to go get a, a job. I've got to go do something different. And I would think to myself, now, Sandy, if you'll get your butt up and you'll work <laughs> as hard as you're going to have to work at that job, mm -hmm. you'll be fine. That's right. The grass is not always greener. It's not. Yeah. It's not always. And so, yeah. And for our newer folks out there, it's it's going to take you two, three years to, to really get up and going. You know this in the title business, right? Yeah. Like, be realistic. It's going to be at least two years yeah. Yeah. if you're a brand new title person out there. Yeah. Would you agree? Oh, I absolutely yeah. agree. Um, and that's hard. That's a long line to not get to a level of production yep. which you'd hope for. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, and particularly when you're leaning into the market that's already there and established relationships. Yep. So mm -hmm. how do you differentiate from that? Yep. You know, I, I look with amazement. I'm, I'm have a good fortune this coming year to be on the chair of the strategic planning committee for Collin County Association of Realtors. Uh, and uh, Mary Lottie was talking about stat. I, I, I believe I'm repeating this correctly, but there's 170 new agents coming into the market monthly. You know, you start thinking about that number and you think about the inventory Just in that side. County. Yes. Oh my goodness. And you think about the inventory and you think about the existing yeah. uh, licensed people, which is probably somewhere around 10,000 in Collin County. Yeah. And you just think, I just think to myself, how are they ever going to work toward penetration? Uh, you have to see it as a career, not yeah. as a hobby. Yeah. Right? I mean, exactly. that's, I think that's the biggest challenge that I see, uh, especially newer people. It's like, are you willing to do whatever it takes to go out there right. and be successful? Right. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you'll be successful. If you are all in, it's not It's not the hokey pokey. We can't be one foot in, one mm -mm. foot out. Right, mm -mm. right. Yep. And discipline's got to be a part of that's that right. uh, as well. And, and, you know, the age old challenge to any of this is we were raised not to talk to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And here we go. Let's go. Let's go prospect. Oh, geez. Mark, you and I need to hang out and talk more because that's actually when I was a professor, I was going to write a book called The Commodity Factory, right? And The Commodity Factory is exactly that. Be seen, but don't be heard, mm -hmm. right? Go where the herd goes. Mm -hmm. Never talk to strangers. Could right. you imagine if we did that in sales? Oh, yeah. yeah. It would never it, work. No, it wouldn't work. Yeah. And so yeah. the schooling system, and listen, I'm not dogging on the schooling system. I don't even call it education anymore. It's schooling. They're mm -hmm. just trying to push you through to the end. Mm -hmm. And I can say this as a former professor, right? And it doesn't set you up for entrepreneurship at all. No. Unfortunately. Yeah, and we'll talk about that here in just a second. There's a whole different thing required to have that entrepreneur spirit. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But before that, getting the referral. Getting the you referral. You gotta do something great to get that referral. Yep. <laughs> right? I mean you've got to create a great experience. That's right. For your customer and that's one of the five successful steps talk about yes yeah, so we, the first three just to reiterate are all about your sales right number one yeah. habit number one is having something to say avoid the commodity trap yep habit number two is working that proactive prospecting system habit number three is having that disciplined follow-up system and then we get into okay congratulations right you worked really really hard to earn that business now the fun starts now the magic starts mm -hmm. which is working with that client what is that unique customer experience mm -hmm. and i learned a long ago from my former coach you know referability is when great people tell other great people how great you are right there are three rewards that we should get from every one transformational experience with a client we should get a referral we should get a review and we should get retention of the business. Again, this is That's not earth shattering. That's good. They all start with RE, right? Yeah. The three rewards, RE, are referrals, reviews, repeat business. And at okay. the end of the day, again, all our businesses are universal in that way. But I truly believe that you have to be transformational in today's world. You can't be transactional mm. within that process. A transaction simply means you're discarded once the service is over. Yeah. And we've all heard the we've, stats. And we've all been through that, Correct. haven't we? Mm -hmm. Yep. And the stats in real estate, which drives me crazy, is the number one reason why people don't refer to a real estate agent is they don't remember their name. 
Can you imagine? Right. That? Yeah. Like so, we we're all talking about on the front end. What do we say? We want to be there every step of the way. <laughs> this is the biggest investment you're ever gonna make. And then the number one reason why they don't refer them. Oh shoot, I, they didn't have, they haven't followed up that, with me, and that's I can't wild. remember. It yeah. is wild. That is, is wild. wild. And I've been there. I mean, I've had, I bought and sold property and never saw the person again. No. You know, it's 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 something that is real out yeah. there. Into, uh, I, I, it's not like you have to be best friends with your clients, but you have to have relationship. Yeah. You know, the people that you have relationships with are the people who are <laughs> loyal to you, who come back to your business, they give you referrals. They're good. Mm -hmm. It's a win-win, mm -hmm. and we you have to have that mindset. Right. So I think creating a uh, an opportunity to focus on that. Yeah. It's really big. Well, you said the mindset part. To me, that's key. It's every one deal could or should be worth 5.7 additional deals throughout the lifetime. So that's the mindset that I'm in with every person that signs up for my program. It's not just the one deal for mm -hmm. the 90 days when they go through my program. Mm -hmm. It's the five additional deals that we can get from that. If I truly deliver on what I said I'm going to deliver on, on mm -hmm. the front end. And mm -hmm. so I think that's 99% of this is mindset. Let's be honest. Like that's why I love the fight club mindset so much, right? It's like I'm fighting to earn the business mm -hmm. and the helpless mindset and the opportunity statement, but also with a unique customer experience. It's a mindset. Every one deal could and should be worth 5.7 additional deals wow. if we do this right. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, the last thing in your program, and I love this, is the entre entrepreneurial spirit that attracts new interest to your product yeah. and service. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So the entrepreneurial spirit, I think, is a hard one again because like, we've heard self-promotion's evil. Self-promotion is not evil. It's mm -hmm. necessary in today's totally necessary world. Mm -hmm. You need to go out there and get more attention. Money follows attention and activity. Mm -hmm. Did you know that in real estate, people use the first person to talk to 67% of the time? That is marketing 101. So once I understand that stat, it is my job, my duty to go out there and be the first person that other people think about. Say that again. People use the first person they talk to 67% of the time. So wow. therefore, when you understand that stat, you gotta be first. <laughs> you got you gotta be the first person they think about. Just like if you're in real estate, right? You want to you want to own the real estate yeah. in the brains of other people, yeah. right? And the reality is, consumers only have time for one or two people. Yeah. If I ask you right now, who's your favorite plumber? One or two mm -hmm. people come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite lender, your favorite title person, your favorite whomever. We only have room for one or two people. We don't have our attention is finite. Yeah. And so we have to kind of we're vying for that attention. Yep. And so the more that you're out there, the more that you're tooting your own horn, you're in front of people, then you have a chance to capture that That's attention. Right. But we only have a finite amount of attention. We can't be yep. putting it all over everywhere. Yeah. Well, so we want to make a decision and move on. Yeah. Right. We don't yeah. want to go through five mm -mm. discussions. That's right. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> So that's, that's I think you great. tag on that first one and you get the rapport on that first one that's you're right. like, let's go. Yeah. 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 That's well, because that's that's that alignment call too, because listen, there's gonna be it's gonna be rocky. I mean, when you're listing a house or you know, you're trying to get somebody into a house, this is gonna be a journey. It's not gonna be perfect. It's it's gonna be a bumpy. So on the very front, you have to have that alignment call right within that process because it's not a matter of if something's gonna go wrong, it's a matter of when. when. Right. And I don't want you to treat me like a commodity when it does, right. right? And just think about this, when you book something for cheap online and then you're trying to talk to somebody overseas on customer service because something went happen, like you don't treat them like a human being. Most people don't anyways, right? And so that's where it's, you gotta have that alignment call on the very front end, which gets into the marketing side as well, which is having that message. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say this, this, this has become a sticky point for me. I hope you guys bear with me while I vent, I vent here a little bit. Okay. Um, but I see so many people now, and again, I say self-promotion isn't evil, it's necessary, but 
I don't want you going out there and pretending like you're a model or you're like this influencer stuff is driving me crazy. And Thank I you. and I bring that up because there's a to me there's a big difference between a person of interest and a person of influence. A person of interest says, "Hey, look at me. It's self-serving. It's all about my ego. I post these pictures because I crave your attention." A person of influence is somebody that gets on shows like these and they educate their audience and their database of people. Exactly. So they consistently show up and educate exactly. and add the value. It's not, hey, look at me for the self for yeah. that self-righteous thing. Yeah. So I don't again I don't want to go on a rant when it comes to <laughs> that. But it's it's too. completely important. And yeah. honestly, the people like a lot of people who are afraid to do social media and afraid to go out there and get attention are the best ones. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm trying to empower them mm -hmm. is is don't worry about how you look and you sound on camera. Mm -hmm. Let's get on there and educate because you are truly an educator. You know, and I think about that in my own, when I do my own Instagram stories or my own, because uh, I have a podcast called The Solopreneur Movement. Mm -hmm. And when I get on there, I'm not trying to make everybody happy. I'm just thinking that I, in, in my database of people, right? My target market of people, there's, I think I'm spitting right now. Um, <laughs> in my target market of people, I'm very authentic, guys. Um, there's 20% of people who need to hear my message yeah. in that very moment. And that's who I focus on, yeah. right? So when I go point. speak on the stage no. in front of thousands of people, I yeah. like. The first time I spoke at the LA Convention Center, this was like when I first got started, I was so nervous and scared. Like I didn't sleep at all, right? You get dry mouth. And I remember I went on the walk, I don't know, on a walk that morning and I was like, you know what? There's one person in this audience of thousands who need to hear what I have to say right now. Mm -hmm. Focus on that mm -hmm. one person. If you try to make everybody happy, you're guaranteed to be unhappy mm -hmm. yourself. No, I think and that's, that's what I think about when it comes to marketing is, mm -hmm. is there's 20% of people out there right now who hear, need to hear that mm -hmm. message. They're looking for the information, right? We live in the information age. They're going to go find it from somewhere. Shame on you if you built this database of awesome people who know you, like you, trust you, respect you, and now they go somewhere else because you're not educating them. Right. Because so. you're not staying in front of them. It's yep. just plain and simple. That's right. They forgot you. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. This has been so good, but we're running out of time. So I want us to focus now on our three takeaways. And uh, Bruce, what we like to do is take the show and end with the three things that you would like to leave with the audience, because we've talked about a lot of things. So I'll let Mark go first so that you can get an idea of how we do this. Perfect. Uh, man, that was, that's just so much great content. It uh, is. Kind of I'm, things, I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed. Some of the things you're, that you're jump awesome, out with me. Bruce. I mean, coaching it's kind of an overused terminology yeah. in our industry, but there is tremendous value. And I kind of put that with a slash and that's mentoring. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have the opportunity to have somebody that can coach and mentor, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I just think that has such great value because you get that experience. Come on, I still have a mentor, Billy Bonds, my mentor, he's 89 years old, yeah. still in the industry. And uh, we talk every day and I rely on him. So, uh, so I do believe in coaching because uh, it also gives you a perspective of where you are. Uh, coaching is a challenge in a way because yep. it's challenging it. your productivity That's right. and your time that you're spending. I, I don't think enough companies are spending time to develop the talent that they have. And that's what we're really concentrating on is, is training up yep. well, like because that. we've got to create a next generation of whatever that is, whether it's title or a real estate team or the lending team or whatever it is, sales period for, yep. that, for that matter. So. Um, that my takeaway is I, I, I think developing the talent you have and concentrating on that is really important. And then, you know, I just, on my message today to my company was, is training, you know, keep learning. Yep. And if you're not, if you're not pushing and, le and learning, then you're not going to have the growth opportunities that you're hoping for. So whether you need to embrace more in sales side and, and go through more sales training, whatever it is, keep 
stretching yourself and keep learning because um, there's a lot of great material out there and a lot of great people just like you. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. So those, are my, those are my three thoughts. Awesome. Yeah. Those are great. What, that's coming from a living legend. So what I, 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 <laughs> I know, that. right? Yeah. Um, no. Well, I'll just go off of your list because I, <laughs> I can I can speak to all three of these. You so go. you know, when it comes to coaching, I have one very basic belief: everybody needs a coach in life. Yes. In areas that are important, right? So whatever. A coach and a therapist, what I've always said. <laughs> and many times they're just they one of the same, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do truly believe everybody needs a coach in life, right? Like we can't see the picture when we're inside the frame. So a lot of times that. we need an outsider that will hold us accountable, and mm -hmm. that would be the second takeaway: is accountability isn't a bad thing. Like I feel like accountability gets a bad rap. Mm -hmm. Everybody competes harder when there's a scoreboard. When left to our own devices, we all, we're not afraid to let ourselves down, but we don't want to let other people down. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's that second part is we all want, or we all need some kind of level of accountability mm -hmm. uh, within the process, right? Just like for me, I have this little Apple watch. I have a trainer in Denver. I have to send him my daily report since he can't physically be the, in the gym with me, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the scoreboard. That's my accountability piece. We all need some kind mm -hmm. of level of accountability. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just go to talent development right here then. So, and, and I, I agree, you know, like I have a program called, called Turn Managers into Coaches. And I believe we're in a coaches movement right now, right? You either want a coach or you don't want a coach. And we all need some coach in our lives. And I truly believe that a great coach pulls the potential out in other people, mm -hmm. right? They affirm and validate the worth and potential of somebody else in such totally. a clear way that they can now go out there and they're inspired to go do that. And, and so, you know, whatever position that you're currently in whatever season that you're in in your life you know like paying it back right being that's a mentor to saying. other people yeah, yeah. Mm, that's you know yeah that's good all right my three and i'm going to take it Did i skip you i'm sorry i, I, no, I went no, right no, okay okay from marketing's perspective nobody is going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself so on the personal marketing side which is my number one thing to take away from today is that you've got to have personal marketing okay it's not about marketing the company you work for it's not about marketing the program but it's about sharing the authentic side of you and i just think you've that always believed that Sandy. i have yeah. i've always taught that it's yeah. about personalizing your marketing and being real and being authentic and being approachable because if you don't believe it who else is going to believe it, right? Yep. Second thing is consistency. We all get tired doing the same old stuff. I mean, everybody gets tired. So that's why, uh, to your both of your point, you need a coach because a coach will hold, hold you accountable. But where your marketing is concerned, don't think that uh, people are getting bored with it. Don't think that it's too much. Don't think that you're oversaturating anything because you're not promise you yep. you're not unless you're posting 50 times a day but I have clients that actually say should I post every day or maybe just once a month mm -hmm. and I'm like no they will forget you mm -hmm. you know so consistency in whatever you choose you know that list I talked about earlier where you had a whole bunch of things that you've bought and paid for but you're not using any of them just choose one thing one thing be consistent with it so consistency in all of this whether you're on one of Bruce's programs and working it consistently is the key that's the key um third thing initiative you cannot be afraid to work you cannot be afraid to get up and make it happen again like my example there have been times in my business roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur i wanted to give it up because it got too hard or the money wasn't there and it was too it was just too challenging but when i rolled my sleeves up and went to work and i wasn't afraid to put in the same 
grit to that that I'd have to if I was yep. punching the clock somewhere. I saw things turn around. So uh, personal marketing, consistency, and initiative mixed with these programs yep. and the authentic, boutique, caring individual, I think that that's what makes it win. Sandy, so. can I, I know we're wrapping up. Yes. I don't know how much time we Go. have. But we were out. <laughs> you, you touched on the third part of that. And it's like that whole, there's no get rich quick scheme, right? There's no, no wealth without there's not. Work strategies that work. So stop even going down yeah. that, that, that rabbit hole. Yeah. Just roll up your season and get to work. Totally. There is great power in taking action. I would much rather get in the game, take action and make yeah. mistakes yeah. and sit on the sidelines and try to find some kind of get rich quick. Yeah. Because you always have an excuse on the sidelines. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. As my old friend, Jim uh, Fight says activities breed results if you're a salesperson activities breed results so um that's the end of the show guys thank you for joining us be sure to visit theinsiderspodcast.com and i will have a handy pdf with dr bruce's information and the five categories that's in his 90-day sales manager and uh, he might even share some other stuff with us that I'll be able to post a link there for you. I know there's going to be a video that I'll post up there for you. So go and grab that information, watch the show, look at our other things and we've got new things coming next month and we will uh, have as much fun then as we are now. Yeah. So thanks for stopping by. Ciao everybody. Have a great week.